How's it going, everyone? I apologize in advance, but it's just me today. But uh, even though Louisa could not be here, and she's going to be in Africa for the next three-ish weeks. One of those weeks is already done. She left shortly after we recorded last week, so it's actually more like uh, two weeks now from when you hear this. She is sending back some audio, so we get to enjoy her trip through our ears, even though we can't be there. And so I'm going to play what she has sent back now. I've edited it down a little bit, but a, you know, a lot of the stuff is still there. It's going to be about 10 minutes of audio. She's going to talk about her first couple days in Africa where she walked around and did her own thing. She did a walking tour, kind of like a zoo, but a little bit more not cagey. <laughs> and then uh, the last four days, she's been on safari. And mostly disconnected from the internet. So I actually haven't heard from her until this morning, which is pretty exciting. And that's also when I got all this audio. So let me go ahead and play that for you now. I hope you enjoy. I'm looking forward to it as well. So I'm in Nairobi. I'm in Kenya. And I have the date on myself. So I started Googling during breakfast over a cup of coffee, real coffee, not Nescafe, which is stunning. Uh, I started Googling what there's to do around here. Normally, I'm such a city person that I'd immediately want to go into the city and walk the city. But I came all the way out here because of the animals. So I found this thing called the Nairobi Safari Walk. It's a quick drive from our hotel where you can just walk. It's basically like a really big zoo, but with less fences. I saw an alligator. I'm looking for some cheetahs, but what I'm really on the lookout for is a leopard. Mom really wants to see a leopard, so I promised her I'd keep my eye out. So far... No people, no animals, <laughs> but it's beautiful and it feels good to walk around after flying for 20 hours. I just saw a pygmy deer. Do you know what a pygmy deer is? If you don't, it looks exactly like a deer, same proportions, but it's the size of a Jack Russell Terrier. So cute. Turned the corner, I was all by myself, walking slowly, and I saw a little movement in the grass, and I stopped, and there it was, and it was like licking its tail, being all cute and deer-like, but it was so small, so small. So I just sat down and watched it do its thing. Also, met this dude who took me in to the cage with the cheetah, and then he got in the cage with the cheetah, and then he took a picture with my phone of the cheetah, and then he invited me into the cage with the cheetah. And I said, no, thank you. I'm happy on this side of the cage with the cheetah. With the cheetah. And we flew for about 40 minutes in a teeny tiny little plane over a vast savanna. It was a bit of a bumpy airplane ride and I kind of got a little sick, but we landed in the most amazing place I've ever seen in my whole life. It is the Maasai Mara 
and it means little circles because along these grassy plains are these small trees that pop up and leave perfectly circular shadows. I saw some of the most amazing animals today, zebras and wildebeest. Oh, it's in the middle. We are in the Great Migration right now, which is about a month early. So we lucked out immensely. The wildebeest, the zebras are all migrating right now. The giraffes are amazing. There's tons of little baby bee giraffes. We saw elephants, lots of elephants. Um, a couple of lionesses, and then there is a quad of cheetahs that have become quite famous because they are all boys and they just hang out together. Normally cheetahs are solitary unless they're mating, and then when they're done mating, they go back to being solitary again. But these four boys somehow met up and they've been traveling in a pack for quite some time and National Geographic and other science um, nature type organizations have come out and started studying these boys because nobody knows why they all of a sudden became a group uh, that travels together. They're just a pack. They're not interested in ladies. They just hang out together. I called them the golden boys instead of the golden girls. Saw some beautiful giraffes, lots and lots of lions today. Today was a big lion day. It was so big. We pulled up to where a lion was sleeping in the shade of another safari vehicle, which was really awesome. And I was like, wow, that's super cool. So that safari vehicle started its engine to leave. The lion got up, walked towards me, laid down in the shade of our vehicle. So this lion was less than four feet from my face and she just laid down fell asleep. Everything was out playing this morning. The elephants were out playing. The uh, impalas were out playing. The tropies were out playing. We saw a mama elephant and a baby elephant. They were walking through and we stopped the Jeep and stopped to watch them. And they ended up crossing the road in front of us and then heading straight for us. Like this huge mama elephant with this little baby that was maybe two years old. Its tusks hadn't started coming in yet. So it was about two. They headed straight to the river that was right next to where we were parked. And they just drank water and the little baby played with some grass and was just like, being a baby and really awkward and like super cute. We're like, we're good. Okay. Sawa, sawa. He's like, I will not be Sawa until I see a leopard. So he was on the mission to show us a leopard. And through the uh, Mase Mara news network, um, we were able to come up 
on a tree that had a leopard in it with just one other safari vehicle. And we watched this leopard. She was just gorgeous. Sit in the tree, she got up and stretched and yawned and moved to a different branch. And then over about like 10 or 15 minutes, maybe eight other safari vehicles joined us at this tree because leopards are um, hard to spot. So once the news gets out on the network, you know, everyone, everyone comes in. Um, she started getting pretty agitated with us. So I actually got video of her climbing down from the tree and walking into the bushes along the river. It was a pretty close encounter. She was maybe like 10 feet from our vehicle. Um, all of the animals, almost all of the animals have no fear of humans because they've been protected for so long that they just ignore humans. They don't care. You stay in your Jeep and I'll stay over here and everything's fine. Um, the only animals that do run from the vehicles are the um, warhogs, Pumba, Pumba. I, could not get a picture of Pumbaa. All my Pumbaa pictures look like rocks um, because they just don't let you get close. Also, the rhinos are incredibly shy. And then there's one other. It's a deer. It's the world's largest deer. I can't remember the name right now. Um, there's not very many left because they were hunted almost to extinction because of their meat and their hides um, because they're so big. They're about the size of like a draft horse, um, but they're a deer. They're super stocky. They have a really great like furry coat. They also always run from the Jeep, so it's hard to get pictures of them, but I did get a couple of good ones. Masaymara. <laughs> Day three, and we did about a nine-hour safari today. And I was just walking around, and I saw this bone, and I bent down and picked it up, and it's a vertebra. And Josh told me it's from a wildebeest, and I stole it. So it was day four. It was super sad to say goodbye. I cried at the airport. Our guides, Josh and John, um, I have pictures every day. They dressed in traditional Masai Mara clothing. They spoke the language of the, of the Sai people, which is Ma, which is why it's Masai Mara. It's the language is Ma and the people are the Sai tribe. Um, they're nomadic cow herding people, pastoralists. And they spoke Ma to each other constantly and to all the other drivers. And then uh, they would speak English to us, but they were so great. And they're so funny. They were just wonderful. I feel like I made two friends, which is silly because I only knew them for four days. But when you spend like 10 hours with somebody for four days, you get to know them really well. So, um, so lucky to have them as our guides. I, I just, they made the trip really, and they were so determined to get us as close to the animals as safe. Um, it was wonderful. And that's it for today. Thanks a lot, Louisa, for the remote updates. Please send more for those of us who are in Colorado working and not in Africa. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And uh, for everyone else listening, we will talk to you again next week. Have a good one.